episode for you today forgot uh just had to record this intro in and yeah enjoy all right y'all so here we go got a cultural topic here so let me get into instagram so there's a um an instagram are they called channels there's an instagram site that i follow called african style diary african style diary as one word now i know sometimes things are kind of clickbaity um they posted something on here from let me see they uh accredit the original owner of the content um uh I don't know what I think it's culture tree culture tree is one word um but I just I don't know I think sometimes things are kind of uh a little clickbaity so this is about the Wodabe uh, kind of tribe with, uh, I guess, marriage type of choices. So I kind of, I don't know, there's something that just kind of, maybe I'm taking it weird, but it seems like judgmental. So there's a lot of information, I'm going to read through it, and a lot of um, just kind of cultural ideas. It says... A tribe in Niger and has the flag where ladies are allowed to pick the best looking guy for marriage um, and it, you know it's a it's a clip that shows the Wodabe men uh, kind of standing you know they're wearing traditional garb of I don't know the actual names but it looks like some type of like a a garment uh, and the lower body kind of resembles like a wrap um, and they have like a it looks like an apron or some type of a tie that goes around it um, with some other type of like an apron and then like maybe some kind of tied um, uh, maybe some butte beaded or tie tied cloth I can't tell if it's cloth or beads um and they're wearing kind of like beaded sashes some arm bands that look like they're some kind of feather or some kind of fight like like fur looking fiber I can't tell if it's plant or animal it's either I don't know it's either fur or maybe some kind of fiber from a plant that resembles like uh, a stringy type of cotton or something maybe not cotton but something stringy like that like it could be like from 
some type of fibers from like inside of a tree or something I really don't know what it is um, they've got facial paint paint for their uh, face that looks red um, the paint on the lips looks black let me see alright guys it cut off because um, when I click on an Instagram video I can't record simultaneously probably because of the audio even though I don't have the audio on on Instagram so let me try this again um, uh, now I gotta go back so okay sorry Typing it in, African style diary. Uh, please don't kick me out. All right. Uh, this is annoying. Well, now I can't find it. Okay, let's see. Okay, so yeah, I was describing how their facial appearance looked, and then they have um some. It looks like there's two separate groups of people that are being viewed here. One group has feathers in the back, it looks like, on a headdress. And then the other group has, like, some type of headdress that has, like, some kind of cloth or something gathered towards the front where it's, it's like, holding up a type of hard-looking... I don't know, like a stick or something, and there's like either fur or some kind of fibers from like a plant or a bark or tree or something that are kind of on the front of the headdress. Now I can't tell if these guys are the same guys with just a different headdress or if they're different guys. I'm assuming that either it's a tribal mark of difference or maybe like a status mark of difference or like an age mark of difference the different headdresses and things like that and maybe there might be some significance with the sashes and the different apron types and things like that or maybe it's just individual style I don't really know so I'm gonna read what this uh, uh, content says written underneath it says African style diary can you imagine a festival that allows you to steal your neighbor's wife and make her yours here is a wife-stealing festival where love can be stolen, but also found anew. This unique celebration takes place in Niger Republic, West Africa, where the vibrant Wodabe tribe showcases their traditions and beliefs in the most stunning way. The festival is a feast for the eyes as the Wodabe men, known for their vanity, carrying mirrors everywhere to admire their beauty go all out to impress the wives of other men during the festival the men dress elaborately where uh, during the festival the men dress elaborately wear striking makeup and put on a one-of-a-kind beauty pageant they believe that true beauty lies in the whiteness of the eye, the straight bridge of the nose, and pearly white teeth. 
so they accentuate these features with red clay face paint eyeliner to make their eyes pop and lipstick that enhances their smiles to top it off they adorn their hair with white ostrich feathers adding an extra touch of elegance and height like a typical beauty parade they adorn themselves and sway with the hope of catching the attention of the females who act as judges what makes it acceptable perhaps it it i think it's supposed to say is the fact that is the fact the wadabe men believe in polygamy so are willing to share however it's important to note that not all men allow their wives to participate in the festival as they prefer to keep their union secure nonetheless this festival provides a fascinating glimpse into the wadabe the wadabe tribes customs and beliefs where love beauty and tradition intertwine in a captivating display of culture so i kind of like this last little piece of the paragraph this festival provides um, a fascinating glimpse into the Woldabe tribe's customs and beliefs where love, beauty, and tradition intertwine in a captivating display of culture. I think most cultures have some belief of um, some customs, some beliefs, some aspect of, you know, love, beauty, and traditions, right? Like most cultures, when you think about anything from marriage to, you know, family to, uh, you know, child, you know, like having like a family with kids or child rearing, upbringing, you know, culturally, we decide what's attractive, right? Um, and we're kind of brought up to think that what we see is attractive based on what our culture teaches us and so usually you know um, in the Western culture you don't really always see a lot of males wearing facial paint or any kind of makeup and things like that I'm not saying they don't but it's not very customary there usually is going to be some kind of physical appearance marker that people want to see though there's usually like I guess in western culture people can focus on maybe not ultra muscular but muscles height facial hair or lack of type of hairstyle or lack of definitely a lot of times I hear people talking about you know if someone's balding or not if someone's overweight or not um and if they're like maybe lean but like very thin um so these are things that I've heard often where it's like you know um you know and and I guess in western culture the way that males impress a partner it doesn't matter if they're like a guy partner a girl partner woman partner whatever non-binary partner whatever a person is trying to attract usually there are kind of these traits of masculinity that they try to portray 
um, like usually being fit and in shape and, um, you know, well-groomed. Um, a lot of times you hear things about facial hair, like clean shaven is considered like culturally, um, more, I don't know if the word is attractive, but more professional and more um, like somebody tried to make an effort versus if somebody has like a scraggly beard and if they do have a beard or facial hair for it to be kind of like trimmed and like nicely proportioned um, haircuts nowadays tend to be kind of shorter um, there are a lot more guys though that are even younger guys that have longer beards I did notice that in the probably like 10 years ago or so that was more of a style where I started seeing more uh, males who were probably in their 20s 30s 40s having like longer beards and then there's kind of that hipster culture of guys with longer beards um, that I think wasn't really a thing so much um, in like some other days and then like mustaches like facial hair of like a mustache um, there's a lot of times a lot of guys who have like facial hair like that um, and then yeah just kind of for things to be like edged up and like looking pretty clean cut and not just like overgrown not combed you know not styled um, you know like there's kind of like a look that's expected um, in Western culture a lot of times, but I guess the thing in Western culture is a lot of times it's the, the male or the more masculine person that's almost like expected to be choosing a partner. Uh, that's kind of the one who kind of like approaches and is making the decisions, um, and kind of is like approaching and being more assertive I'm saying just stereotypically this isn't really super 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 accurate but it's a little accurate because I know you know in the gay world um you know you see different things with males you know or masculine people even so a lot of times in the gay world you'll see uh guys who kind of try to look a little more put together like stereotypically people say that guys who are gay guys or more um, kind of more the more they lean towards some androgynous type of tendencies uh, the more guys seem to be kind of better with grooming and things like that and especially if someone's trying to attract the attention of other guys uh, people who are trying to attract the attention of men whether that's men or women do tend to kind of focus more on you know their body image a lot not to say that women don't care about body image uh, that's not true at all um but you know they try to focus on different um jeez I'm indoors and it's this loud you guys I got the windows open it's hot today we're getting weather in the high 70s um, but yeah, trying to focus on, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, 
like I don't know I'm making a lot of generalizations here but it's really it's really hard to explain because I didn't sit down with these ideas trying to like think about it that deeply before I started recording I kind of just like to record raw but then I know it makes it so the content's a little uh, messy <laughs> so yeah so I would say um You know, there's a lot that, um, there's a lot that gets, um, dude, bro, I don't even know. Like, um, <clears throat> like basically, uh, people know what they're trying to attract, like who they're trying to attract. But it's not to say that, you know, uh, people who are trying to attract women don't try to look pretty or nice. Um, and there are a lot of guys who aren't gay guys who are very well groomed and stuff like that. Like, it's not it's not just like a, a gay guy thing or like an effeminate or androgynous guy thing or like a metrosexual kind of thing. And like nowadays you know in modern western culture there is a lot more um like it's not seen as like non-masculine to take care of your your appearance i feel like in the maybe sometimes in the 80s 90s 70s 60s um there were these ideas about masculine attraction and uh and I know you know I was watching that show Indian Matchmaker and you know one of the I guess one of the guys on there was pretty surprised that like women actually care about what men look like there is kind of this like false assumption that women don't care that guys can kind of you know women who are dating men uh don't care and that guys can kind of just look however they want to look um, and then women are going to be like attracted, um, which isn't really the case. Um, but I mean, yeah, Western standards of beauty are different than others around the world. Uh, there's something I've kind of noticed. I mean, this is a little off topic, but then I'll, I'll come back to the topic. Um, uh, I was working on an ad for a beauty kind of device. Um, it was like a microcurrent device. And the ad for it has, um, you know, this lady, because um, I clipped, I, I cut part of a clip from elsewhere. And the ad originally has this lady who almost is trying to have Western features. She has blonde hair with some curls and like, you know, her eyes were made to look kind of more Western, not Asian. And a lot of her features were made to kind of look more like she's like a Caucasian woman, which was kind of interesting because when I noticed that I was like, this isn't a Caucasian woman. This is an Asian woman trying to look Caucasian. Um, maybe she was mixed, but I think she wasn't. I think she was an Asian lady who was trying to have Caucasian features to try to appeal to a more broad, maybe more broad audience. 
because I have heard things I'm, I'm not the person to talk to about like female beauty products and stuff but I have heard things about female beauty products and things like that where it's like you know if you're black or Asian sometimes the products aren't necessarily like created for different groups of people like black people Asian people have different facial features you know maybe like a broader flatter nose or like fuller lips or you know eyes that don't have a fold on the top or um like smaller um like a smaller I don't know what you call that area like the bottom of your face that goes from like your your cheekbones down to your chin like and I'm just generalizing here I mean I hope I'm not coming across sounding all like racially insensitive but I'm just trying to point out you know every culture has their own things going on um but yeah this this article or Instagram excuse me Instagram post kind of initially caught my attention because I was a little bit like maybe slightly offended off of it um and so I think what they did though is they tried to grab attention so it seems like the post uh the text on the picture as well as the first couple sentences talking about uh stealing your neighbor's wife in a festival where love can be stolen but also found anew and uh that kind of thing but then after that it kind of nicely talks about the Wodabe culture so I think it was kind of just trying to like catch attention and it did catch my attention but I was just like dude that's like rude um and um yeah the video clip you see like these females walking kind of slowly walking looking now um the guys are like chanting or singing and kind of like standing up on their tiptoes and um trying to like impress and then there's these other guys that have these kind of like a a turban type of outfit with like a long uh I don't know what these are called I've seen them a lot but I don't know what they're called they're like it's not a dress dress is not the right word but it's like a long garment that resembles a dress um and then there's like pants under it you see it a lot in the middle east too um and people who live in the desert often wear those types of clothes and then they have some kind of like a turban and then like a a part of the cloth from the turban that goes like around your face you know to protect from dust and all kinds of things um so yeah i found that a little like offensive I was kind of like, man, this isn't, this is a little offensive. And the first comment I read was from five hours ago. It said, uh, polygamy, more than one wife, and polyandry, more than one husband, is this case. Uh, sorry, in this case. Um, so you can have more than one wife and more than one husband. And it says, for those judging and criticizing negatively, the Western opinions and views don't matter to those who have managed to preserve their identity, cultural heritage, and social codes intact. They could care less what people on Instagram think they should slash shouldn't do. Um, and then somebody says, how is, 
well, I'm just gonna kind of like edit as I read. How is it wife stealing if a man? Is, sorry, sorry. How is it wife choose? Sorry. How is it wife stealing if a woman chooses? And then somebody quoting the Bible. The Bible says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing. He, not she." Um, how is this different from Western society? It's not, it's, sorry, it's just Tinder in real life. That's kind of a funny comment. Uh, I thought she was holding a phone to her ear like, girl, I don't know which one. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, what makes this work is a shared culture a social contract amongst all participants each each gets a personal benefit by giving up the desire for individuality a western concept that has done more to divide and isolate us from one another and ourselves um look at these incredibly fit healthy strong beautiful humans doing their natural born culture i like that I need to head out there. Um, if this practice is adopted globally, then eighty, maybe it's a, then eighty percent of us men don't stand a chance. I'm just speaking my view. Don't hate. Um, I just wanted to know who she chose. <laughs> um. If it's only by looks, I would be there by next week to pick mine, but not by looks. Oh. Um. I think this is the wife stealing ceremony. So, yes, these painted guys are the candidates who have done their personal best to look as attractive as they possibly can. They widen their eyes and smile big to show how white they're eyes and teeth are this is attractive to the woman because it shows they are in good health the one the women look for good looks and good health um as a non-straight i would be turning to the queens beside me asking for their marriage consent lol such a glowing and, and strong power um, let's respectfully say their name, Wodabe tribe. Um, yeah, I mean, I've watched documentaries, um, they kind of explain from a more Western perspective, kind of what's going on, um, during these ceremonies, and I find it interesting, it's like, I've always wondered, like, what's the process of picking? Like, 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 what's the process of being a male who enters into the arena to get chosen? What's the process of, like, becoming one of the females who's choosing one of these guys? And what's the process if some of them are married? Either the, the males or the females, whichever ones are married, they might be choosing a different partner, um, an additional partner, um... So, I don't know, I find it kind of interesting. Um, I wonder if they get, um, kind of a, 
like some kind of like like a, a higher status or role like what does it mean if you're a woman and you've chosen one of these guys uh what does it mean if you're a guy and you're there to be chosen um what does it mean if you're a guy who has a wife who's going out there to go choose a guy or what does it mean if you're a guy who has a wife and you are part of the ceremony to be chosen you know like um I would just wonder and uh but I don't know um And yeah, it is kind of a good point. Um, You're not really stealing your neighbor's wife if it's the woman who's choosing which of these multiple men she's going to pick. And if it's a festival, I don't know, is it a ceremony? Is it a festival? Is it a pageant? Are the words interchangeable? Um, is it something that happens annually? Um, and just even like if you've looked at the other documentaries where it has, you know, how the guys are kind of like how their facial expressions look, like a lot of times they're like smiling to show their teeth as white to, uh, and then they're moving their eyes kind of side to side. Um, cause that's, con- and, and keeping their eyes like big and round cause that seen like, like as attractive. Um, and I mean, I would say they, they're attractive. Like, I don't think that necessarily exactly what they're doing is, is attractive. Necess- like if I, I'll just put it this way. If I, if I were in a bar or a club or something and somebody, came up to me and they were perfectly nice they were perfectly fine and you know they physically looked in good shape attractive and then polite friendly came up to me and started like standing up on their tiptoes chanting kind of moving their eyes like side to side making their eyes big and like smiling really big like um just doing that kind of those motions over and over again I don't know what I would think. I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh yeah, the behaviors they're doing are attractive to me. Like, I could find the people attractive, but I think the behaviors themselves, you know, are, I would feel like it's a little odd. Uh, For me, it might feel a little odd. I might originally think maybe this person has a tick or maybe this person has some kind of nervous um response or something like I don't know if I would because it's not part of my culture specifically so you know it's not common that people around where I live in LA start doing this um when they meet someone trying to like attract them um now it's different seeing like a whole group of people doing it together in unison um it's a little different because you can kind of tell okay like everyone's doing it um but I always try to put myself in other people's shoes and like I wonder how they feel because for me I I think if I were 
one of these dudes, I'd feel maybe, you know, just naturally if I were myself, I would be kind of shy to be like trying to put myself on display in front of all these people observing and then getting rejected. I mean, you're getting rejected as a, as a whole. Um, and I'm thinking maybe, maybe the woman already knows who she likes, but this kind of gives an opportunity for her to show who she likes. Like, I don't think she's, I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong, but maybe she's not. I always assumed maybe that she's not newly seeing these guys. Like, this isn't like a first look at these guys. Um, not all of them. Like, maybe she has somebody in mind already. Um, and what would be the process where you're like, what if you're married and you're like, I want to, you know, go to that festival and choose another, choose a guy, a different guy. What happens to guy number one? Do you get to have him as well as the first one or do you have to give up the first one? And what if that guy who was in the festival who this woman chose as her second guy what if he already has a wife so like that's what I'm really not sure of like are these like all single people looking for single people or trying to get chosen by a single person um or are they all like a combination of like married and not married and what permits someone to be able to either look or to be chosen uh, so those are things I'd kind of like to find out. Um, and then just, you know, like, I don't know. I think if I were one of the women choosing, like, it seems so public. It's like, I'm more of a, like, do my thing on my own over in the corner somewhere. Like, I'm not you know, into having, like, any kind of audience when I'm trying to, like, show an interest in somebody or, um, when I am interested in somebody, uh, you know, I'm not really trying to, like, you know, be on display or feel on display, you know, I'm usually just trying to, uh, not feel on display <laughs> usually that's what I'm trying to do so I don't really know um but I was also I mean when you think of it I was raised in a culture where people don't really have like open-minded ideas about dating about sex about marriage like it's very rigid rigid views I was taught some super rigid views from family and from you know religion and from um, the religious school I was a part of, and just in general, the generation I was born to, like, I think later millennials, like, later, like, in the, you know, 2010s, I feel like things have started getting more open-minded, but before the year 2000, I feel like things were still pretty closed-minded. Like, I started re-watching, not fully, like, into rewatching, but I watched a couple old episodes of the real world because I saw it on Netflix and I saw like these guys like the you know it's just like seven strangers picked to live in a house or whatever and I think 
this is the Las Vegas season and it's like four women and three guys or something like that and none of them really seem to be or some of them seem to not really be well off and not really have any money in their pocket somebody mentioned having like 20 something dollars um and they're there to work and live together and stuff and within the first few episodes one guy is already interested in one lady and then another guy went and behind his back started like making out with this other woman and one other lady was like oh like why doesn't he find me attractive you know and it's kind of like I remember way back when I used to watch the real world when it was like new like back when these were new I was like wow like this is like to me that was like raunchy I was like wow this is like this is some intense like raunchy like adult content like seeing these people living in bedrooms with no doors having showers with no real like privacy like the bedrooms have like a curtain but there's no like door that locks and then there's like no single bedroom so there's like I think all the rooms had two beds except for one room that had three beds so basically it's two bedrooms with two beds one bedroom with three beds and I think all the men decided to live in one bedroom but I think I've seen other seasons where uh there's guys and women sleeping in the same bedrooms um and then yeah people can just come and go through each other's rooms like make out have sex and stuff and they're like doing this like pretty much not in public but it's like you have just a curtain in your bedroom it's not like nobody's gonna find out what you're doing and you're sharing a room with somebody so it's like just the setting alone you'd have to be pretty open-minded um i like to follow up with like helix videos helix studios it's like a an lgbt um uh studio um for like kind of adult content but i kind of like their interviews and there's this one guy who, you know, they kind of interview and talk. And there's one guy that they were kind of saying, like, oh, yeah, when we go on trips, he kind of, like, stays in the room. And, like, like he socializes, but he's not, like, always out socializing with, like, everybody all day. And he kind of seems to kind of keep to himself. And that was something that kind of surprised me because I was like, okay, like, because I always assumed, like, all these people would be, like, out and stuff and, like, I know when I'm, you know, on trips and stuff with friends, I tend to be pretty, um, like, I like to stay to myself a little bit. Like, I need to kind of be alone and recharge and just unwind in my own head and stuff and not really be around the energy of other people. Like, I do get energy from being around people, but after a while, my energy gets depleted from being around people for so long. Um, so I think it would be hard for me to live in one of those types of houses and it's already hard enough for me having had roommates. I feel like once the Rona hit, I never had any time alone. And also I noticed living in a house with people, you know, I don't like living in a house where people don't leave the house because that's even my current situation. It's like people don't leave the freaking house, you know, like I'm here. It's mostly me and my mom. She never leaves. Like she hasn't left the house actually gone unless she walked across the street or something she hasn't actually left the house the property all of the month of july and we're already day 13 into july i don't even think she left the house most of june from what i recall 
and so it's like she's home all the time like literally all the time for like like you know not even going to church or anything anymore like she used to go out like once a week maybe or maybe twice a week or go out every day or work every day but now she's home like every day all day every day never leaves the house um so I don't really know um yeah um but yeah for me it's just not a good fit because I like to have some space some privacy not to always feel like there's always somebody home always somebody there always someone you know um who's gonna try to like interact with me um I've talked about it before that's one thing that really annoys me when I like come out of my room to kind of try to cook lunch or something or breakfast and then somebody hears me in the kitchen and they're they're in a social mood so they want to come and talk that drives me nuts I'm like I did not come out here just to talk to you I came out here because I wanted to to cook I'm not trying to like have a conversation and that's kind of something that I find a little hard with sharing spaces with people is that a lot of times I'm just trying to do what I'm doing like if I'm hanging stuff up to dry it doesn't mean I want to talk just because I'm in a public space if I'm coming in the house it doesn't mean I want to talk just because I'm in a public space if I'm cooking or doing laundry or folding my clothes or whatever it doesn't mean I want to talk just because I'm in a public space you know I like to be in my own head and like I kind of like to mindfully do tasks like when I'm doing chores and stuff I don't like somebody splitting my attention to like talk to me about all kinds of stuff when I'm trying to like focus on what I'm trying to do um I don't really like it and so I don't know but that's not obvious I think a lot of people do like that they see somebody out in like a common space and they're like oh we can talk now um but I'm not always in the mood to talk like when I'm cooking sometimes I'm hangry you know uh things like that so I always wonder what it would be like to live in like a village or like a a a style where it's like I don't have my own room with my own door where I can just go and retreat and be alone um I kind of need that I don't think I could do the whole like sharing a bedroom if it was like a hut or some kind of like a small house or studio like that I don't think I could share like that without having my own bedroom at least um but then again I've never really been around people that are like all that trustworthy or comfortable to be around I feel like when you're from a culture where you know people kind of mind their own business or aren't trying to judge you or you know just kind of have their own life and aren't so absorbed with your life I feel like that kind of creates a different scenario and people are kind of more like they're busy doing their own thing um like I've lived in houses before that have like students in them and it's like you know like people are tired people are kind of like feeling their own way versus like how it is to live in a house full of like retired people who like are lonely and they just want to talk to someone and it's like nah man that's not for me so I don't know and then you know I think it does take like personality styles energy styles relaxation styles all that kind of needs to kind of match 
Um, so I just wonder what it would be like in a culture like where people live like in a yurt, for example, or um, where they live like with extended family that's like right there, you know. Um, I wonder how, how that is for people. Um, but yeah, this is just something and a topic that kind of caught my attention and I like recording about it. If I find more cultural stuff, I might record more about it. I just I haven't been that um, active online lately in all of my usual spaces just because I'm kind of opening up more projects on other pro platforms. Not like a whole lot more projects, but some other projects. Um, so I don't know. I think today I'm going to do a lot of writing. Um, and get some recording in because I've honestly missed recording. I haven't recorded in a minute. Um, so I think I'm going to do some more of that. And I guess that's it, uh, for now. Thank you so much for listening.